looked like a radioactive tampon, like a banana with a yeast infection. This is the science fiction rating system. That film was not very quotable. It was very hard to find no. a quote from that film. No. Uh, the film in question is Moon, and that's the film we're watching this week on the podcast that aims to rank every film from one to infinity. My name's Sam Draper, and I'm joined, as ever, by my two co-hosts, Alex Humphrey. Hey there. And Chris Redding. Hello. How is everyone doing? Yeah, Very good. good. Yeah, not Busy bad. Time. Busy. Oh, busy. busy. Nice. Nice. Busy. Um, Christmas is round the corner. Getting Christmassy yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, but not yet. This week we watched are... Die Hard the other day. Oh, nice. <coughs> That's the good gateway Christmas film, isn't it? It's yeah. Christmassy, but not too. Not too Christmassy. Yeah. 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 Do you know what should be a Christmas film but isn't? Is True Lies. I mean, that should isn't be a it? Christmas film. Nah. Set at Christmas. It's not what what in your head you think it's set at Christmas. I think it'd be nice if it was set at Christmas, yeah. Because there's a lot of like night shots at the end, and you could do the Christmas tree on those shots. It'd be a nice film to watch at Christmas, like Die Hard, like an action fun film. Like Tom Christmas. Arnold maybe visiting Santa when exactly. when Arnie radios him. It'd be a better film yeah. at Christmas. That's what I think. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, it's never Christmas on the moon, and that's where we are this week. <laughs> I guess yes, it is Christmas indeed. on the moon, isn't it? I suppose it is Christmas yeah, it's, there. it's still Christmas on the moon. Well, this is because we are in uh, accidental Duncan Jones season. Last week yeah. we watched... I forgot what it was. Source Code. Source Code, thank you. And this was his first film, I believe, we're watching now. Uh, written, written by Nathan Parker from a story by Duncan Jones. And uh, starring Sam Rockwell. Yep. Almost entirely... Unfortunately, Kevin Spacey is involved, which I've forgotten. Did, which did, is, did you like hear Kevin about? Spacey. Did you hear about Kevin Spacey? Um, what? How he agreed to sign to do this? No. Uh, it's a bit of a he wanted. A... <laughs> Not that he, he Kevin Spacey read the script and agreed to voice Gertie, but only when the film was finished and if he liked it. Mm. Having loved it, he recorded his lines in half a day. The that's warning the signs were there, weren't they? Yeah, that's with, I mean, with so, Spacey. So, as a filmmaker, Chris, the idea that someone has you've made an entire <laughs> film and you don't know who the voice of the computer would be in case yeah. they—that's just a bit of shitty pressure, isn't it? You know, like I think that's a dick move from Kevin Spacey. I can kind of see. Yeah, you'd have been yeah. all right. Well, it's with way that. out of order, isn't it? I, I think, think it's not. really out of order. <laughs> it's not. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, anyway, we can say what we like about him, can't we? We can. So, yeah, uh, and uh, there's a little Benedict Wong's in this, isn't he? But where I didn't. What, what role him has he and, got? Him and Matt Berry are the two Is guys that who sat with Matt on Berry? the TV right, okay. screen. Yeah, they're the two really yeah. executives, basically. I like, I like Benedict Wong. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that thing with um, the dead bloke, Sean Locke? Fifteen Stories High. You ever seen that? Oh. No. Great sitcom with, with a young oh, okay. baby bong in it. Yeah, very funny. Anyway, this film. Um, so, it's the future. First of all, have we all seen The Moon before? Yes, yep. a long time ago. I couldn't mm, really remember it. Um, it's a lot cheaper than I remembered it. Five million dollars it was made for, and you mm. can tell, can't you, I think. Um, mm. And it's got that thing where, you know, films this era had the credits are like in situ yeah. in the world. Yeah, they love that. It was cool for a bit, wasn't it? But it's really overplayed yeah. now, isn't it? Every film does it. It's like I read, mm. I read they saved a lot of money by using practical effects rather than uh, CGI. 
Yeah, I say that though, but I I think that shit costs as much, if not more, now. Like, oh, okay. Well, that so it says the filmmakers originally intended to create special effects on a computer with only a few model shots. After finding out they would cost five hundred thousand, they went back to the model makers to help to find out how much it would cost to create the environments with models instead, Mm. and they basically told them it cost forty seven thousand. There's a a lot um, cheaper. There's a behind-the-scenes thing on uh, the propgallery.com, which shows you them making all the miniatures oh. in Shepperton Studios. Which is, cool. But what's weird about this film, I thought, was that they've put some CGI post-processing over it, which I think makes the models look like crap CGI, I thought. I thought, yeah. I thought the little ship was like cheap CGI. So I was very surprised when I found out it was a model. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've done something after just to, like, oh, we'll clean it up. And it's well, they put, like, worse. particles in the air and stuff, haven't they? It just makes it look yeah. kind of... And the lighting's very unrealistic, I thought. It looked very... Mm. Anyway, mm. we'll get to that later. So, Moon, yeah, uh, Sam Rockwell, he's on a space station, uh, what's it called? Sarang Station, on the far side of the moon, mm. where they uh, mine Helium-3, which, it's explained at the start of the film, has basically solved our energy crisis. The start of this film, in, in the current day and age, very depressing, wasn't it? Oh, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, God. we're, we're yeah. living in the bad bit of this film right now. <laughs> We've not got yeah. to the fusion bit yet. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so they've fixed it with fusion, and there's this company who have yeah. a mine that mines this, this stuff that sends it back to Earth. 70% of the planet they supply the power for. Yeah. I think it's important that we remember that at the very end of the film. Oh, okay. Okay, right. Uh, Sam Rockwell is manning the station, and he is the only person who mans the station. Um, so, I mean, to talk about this, you've got to ruin it, really. I mean, the film ruins itself. So, if you haven't seen the film, yeah. turn off. Sam Rockwell is a clone, right? Yeah. What would be the pro- the problem with having multiple clones doing the work like could you be more efficient if you've got more than one of them there and more a fail-safe system if you had several clones in operation at once doing stuff so they're all aware that they're cl- oh what's she saying they're just all aware they're clones and they're all right with it rather than this pretense that they're not mm. clones wouldn't that, that be would easier be better yeah yeah. Be, yeah way easier and uh, yeah because i just don't get it <laughs> i just don't get it like why is it no. only one clone on his own in such a weird circumstance no, yeah, it would be easier if they just would just yeah, yeah we're clones, we're fine with it, and then they get or, the or even like say they one just... of them isn't fine with it, maybe or but say they clone like ten people. I guess you the problem. You might have like inter clone drama. Then I suppose wouldn't you if you had more than one clone up there? Mm. I mean, basically the, the conceit is they're saving money by having one clone doing this yeah. job, aren't they? they replace. There's everything. probably a way yeah. that you could like raise it in a wouldn't be very. I'm not saying it's moral thing to do, but you could probably raise a human. To be like a machine, yeah, yeah. Which well, that might be more moral than what does happen, as we'll yeah. find out. Yeah. Or you could just have two clones who are different clones of different people, who just because at the end one would turn up and be like, "Oh, I'm here to take over." Yeah. And then Sam would Sam Rockwell would go, and the new yeah. one would be there, and then then when it was his end, Sam Rockwell would turn up. Oh no, he'd remember that Sam. Oh yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Anyway, yeah. Well, this clone doesn't know he's a clone at this point. He's at the end of his three-year shift and he is uh, getting messages from his wife back home. He's got a little daughter. He's very much looking forward to going home, is the general vibe. And he's accompanied by Gertie, as you mentioned, voiced by Kevin Spacey. Do you like the design of Gertie, Chris? Is that a uh, approved robot design? It's a bit like Wally, isn't it? In the one in Wally. 
I don't bit. mind the design. I just don't like Kevin Spacey's voice. I just think he's doing a bad. I don't like that. I don't like the face thing on it. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Quite like how kind of basic it is. <laughs> like when it like when it looks worried, it's just got this very yeah, like the worried one. Yeah, it's like a bad emoji generator, isn't it? I like, like how it voice... can move yeah. between rooms. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's good. And the hat, the the arm. It's just his voice was really winding me out. It, it, it's just they were just doing a bad Hal impression. I, I know like that. Th- this film's going for like a very seventies look, isn't it? But it felt to me a bit kind of. I don't know if it's the budget or like there's no original ideas. That's a bit half-assed. Yes. I thought this is think? my big problem. This is my big problem with this film. I think the story and the performance by Sam Rockwell are all really good. And I don't mind some of the design, but I think it's so its influences are so obvious. So it's very obviously influenced by Alien. It's very mm. obviously influenced by Outland. Two thousand one, two thousand and one, Solaris. Like, and there yeah. it, it's a bit film studies. Oh look, this looks yeah. a bit like Solaris. Oh, oh look, I'm doing two thousand and one now. It's mm. a bit sad. It's like a kind of first year film studies yeah. film where you think, oh, by by just copying it, I'm being like. I'm being clever. I just think he should have had his own yeah. ideas a bit more. And that's, I think that's the thing that goes against this. And it is a good story. It's, mm. it's neatly done. It's a great performance. But yeah, you just get a bit like, oh, I just wish it looked a bit more original, looked a bit more fresh, mm. basically. Looks a lot like Red Dwarf as well, doesn't it? I thought. It <laughs> doesn't like a lot like Which Red Dwarf. Which was not that bad. BBC too. No, not that bad. But it's not, it's not that, you know. And no. I think. Gertie is the worst worst example of that. Like you say, the fact he's just doing a Hal impersonation, mm. and and like not, but not having the, he's not a Hal, is he? No, so he's like a dead end, really. That character. Well, and like, also the he's... the countdown to the sh- this rescue mission arriving is exactly the thing used in Outland. Yeah, the countdown to the shuttle. Yeah, all the displays are really out. Yeah, which is high yeah. noon. You know, like yeah. so you're kind of referencing a thing that was referencing another thing. Mm. And yeah. It's just a bit like it just. It's a pity because I don't think Source Code was like that. Like no, I think no. he's a competent, he's a good enough director. He's a competent director. Yeah. It's just a pity he had to like do these homages just so like blatantly and not nose. hide it. It's too on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, the story is more effective, and uh, Sam. He's called Sam, isn't he? He's called Sam Bell. Yeah, it's very confusing. Called Everyone's called yeah, Sam, he's... and I'm called Sam, so I'm even more confused. <laughs> Um, the, yeah. uh, this Sam goes out to like do repair, doesn't he? And something yeah. goes wrong out there, and then he wakes up in the in the lab, and he's like, he, he hallucinates seeing. Oh, he sees a woman. Doesn't yeah, he? I don't know who does he see. It's not his. It's not his wife. No, it's not. Sees, who is, is that? It? Yeah, I don't know who the woman is because he sees her in his. He sees her in his chair. In his chair and yeah. burns himself. I forgot that. And then he, that. And then he sees yeah. her out. He's driving up to the harvester, and he sees her. Yeah, outside, outside, and then he smashes into the back of the harvester because he's not the harvester of the restaurant, which would be a much more interesting um, <laughs> concept that they built one of them on the moon. I don't know why <laughs> salad bar and everything. Um, no, yeah, and he, so that's how. He, yeah, because he's seeing a woman, but they never explain who the woman is. No, they don't. I wonder who that is. I completely forgot that even happened. Yeah, it's not memorable, is it? No, it's Unless like. It uh... is... It is one of it is his wife or his teenage daughter. Is it supposed to be like that? That's a glitch in like his cloning or something. Yeah, that's the first sign he's going. He's shutting down or whatever. I guess. Yeah, because he's, he's he get because it, it's a bit when he he doesn't want hot sauce on his baked beans because he's got a bad stomach. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And then also there's a bit early on where he sees one of his, the old... He's recording a video and he sees one of the old videos pop yeah. up, which is obviously not him because he's confused. Yeah. But those... But yeah, the, this hallucinating thing, I don't know. I read that the thing... Again, it's an IMDb thing where they've connected dots maybe that aren't there. They were saying that what he has is basically like radioactive uh, radioactivity poisoning. The signs oh, of that. Right. But then it would be that the base is is poisoning him, that they're killing that, him. I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? If, like, it was... Yeah. If they're expendable... Although, I don't know. I, I, the way I thought about it, the clones was that the natural lifespan of a clone was three years. Yeah, mm. that's how I thought it was. Mm. They just, just had got, to go. Yeah. There's yeah. no, not doing it on purpose or anything like that. Just that's what, what happens with yeah. them, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, like, consigned to the base, isn't he? Yeah. Told, don't go out. Yeah, uh, they're coming to fix the extractor thing. Don't worry about it. And he's like, "No, man, I'll fix it since going up." And that's what kind of breaks the loop, isn't it? So, yeah, because yeah. you think that he's in the infirmary recovering from the accident you've just seen. Yeah, but in fact, he's in the infirmary because all of them start life on this pretense that their landing went wrong and yeah. they crashed, they and that is the pretense to wake up the clone. Yeah. Within the infirmary and test their cognitive ability, which is quite a good, it's quite a clever little twist because you just think you're watching the same guy, but then yeah, it's definitely. not. This is the new clone, and the old clone is still actually out there. Yeah, so it's quite well thought out. I didn't remember it being this well thought. I in my head, I just remembered it. He was on the base, and he kept seeing weird shit, and it wasn't ever really explained. That was how I remembered the whole film. But that yeah. is it. It's all. <laughs> the, I think the best scene is the one when he, when the second one. No, the first one for, wakes up again, and the the, the, the non dishevelled one is walking around the table, basically. Yeah, the other ones aren't. Yeah, yeah. As he goes through the like the warm up thing again, and he's, and yeah. he's just like silently observing. I think it's really like yeah. unnerving that whole bit. And it's quite good that they don't really get on because mm. I don't think I think if you met your own clone, I think you would hate them. Well, I don't know. I think do you not think they accept that they're clones too fast, and that there is another one of them? Like I appreciate that they didn't. Go with the angle of like, is he seeing a ghost for too long? But they got yeah. past that. I'm glad. I, I appreciate that they, because it's obvious he's either a robot or a clone, isn't it? As soon as you see yeah. them both, yeah. So I like that they didn't dwell on that. I just thought the characters themselves were very quick to, you know, play table tennis and hang out and accept the fact. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I guess. If yeah, you woke up on a Chris, if you woke up on a on a base and you you were there. Mm. Would you immediately hang out with yourself or be more worried about your existence? <laughs> I'd yeah. probably try and communicate with it. But would you just get all pally all, all along and start? I don't think I'd be so like willing to accept that's the way life is now, you know? Yeah. It's difficult. This, I think it, it rests on like, you have to accept that like he's been given this like life memory in his head. Yeah. That he is a person and he thinks he is, which I think is like a bigger hurdle than the actual cloning thing in the scientific sense. Yes, because you yeah, get over you do implant memories. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's yeah. weird as well? It's a, it's a similar problem to source code, isn't it? Yeah. The idea yeah. that all this stuff exists in a, you know, all that memory's mm. there in a clone. So you have to sort of figure out if it's how much of a person does he think he is to start off with? Yeah. So I don't think it all rests on that for me. So that's kind of where it doesn't really work for me, the whole, as a concept. 
Yeah, it would have been a lot easier, wouldn't it, if they just, when you woke up from the crash, they were like, oh, you've got memory loss because you had a head trauma. And then you basically learned about your life through the communications and maybe a diary or like, oh, here's my belongings. And Gertie's like, oh, that's your that's your hometown. Don't you remember? And like, it'd be better if he kind of made the memories up in his head. Well, you're right. They, 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 he's just preloaded with all this. Yeah, like, but, but if you think, though, if they're trying to cut costs to the bare minimum, they want his three years to be maximised doing work, don't they? They don't have time to teach him what he is. But that's why, why do they even bother like giving him a well, life yeah. and people he has yeah. to communicate with and stuff yeah. like that? Like, it's dangerous. Yeah. Because yeah. like you said, they could train to be a robot. <laughs> I don't think there's anything less humane about giving him a life. I suppose, I guess actually, the life he's going to go back to, if he did just die of radiation poisoning for three years, it's not, and never found out he was a clone, it's not as harsh to give him a fake past, is it? It's only harsh when the clone finds out he isn't the real version, isn't it? That's when it becomes harsh. It's like Truman right? Show. Yeah. But if you're out of order while he doesn't know it's going on, is that yeah. what you're saying? If so the argument is that he just can't operate, he can't operate without like that social element. Yeah. Because he's like a social ape. Yeah. Uh, that that's fine, but I just <laughs> you, are they, you at the end is it established whether they're real or not the people that he's talking to? He sends a message, doesn't he? Like, yeah, they're just aged, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are real. So why did they even yeah. bother with real people? Is what I'm saying. Like, why? Yeah, I get. Why risk that kind of thing? Yeah. What's the yeah. point? Yeah. Well, also, why? Why I don't get is why is there an actual connection back to Earth? Like, mm. yeah, that. Does, yeah, why does he need that? Yeah, because he yeah. doesn't, does he? Like, yeah. No. This is why Truman Show is such a great film because in, in Truman Show he's not, he's unaware it's the outside world that are trying to free him yeah. so in fact if in this we were all aware that there was this clone thing and, that lived on the moon and did this job for us and we were just you should be thankful to Sam Bell for all the hard work him and his clones put in and it was almost someone wanting to free him like saying to him your life's not right like yeah yeah it's almost like if it, someone was trying to put it on him rather than him doing it which the, end, the end kind of hints at those things yeah the very very end. yeah yeah because if it was like a political thing where it's just out of sight out of mind yeah yeah we've got this thing going on up there but we need it because it saves the world yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yeah that's more interesting i think than what is mm. i agree going on I agree. The stuff that is good, though, like you said, Alex, is Sam Rockwell's performance. Yeah. Especially, it's the table tennis bit I thought was really good. And it's really well yeah. done the way he's like bumping into the table and stuff like that, the one is yeah. as they play with each other. It's quite well. And it's a nice they are very trick, di- isn't it? He plays them very differently, doesn't he? Like, mm. they are very different characters. It, yeah, I will say, I think the, the one who's dying is a bit, I don't know, <laughs> a bit campy, like a bit sort of. Mm. It's a bit, yeah. a bit overacting a bit at times. I, yeah, okay. I, it's almost like a different film because he's almost like kind of a like a comedy character at some points, isn't it? Yeah. You know, he's like horrifically dying. Mm. He, he's very <laughs> yeah. bum, bumbly and like... Um, yeah, I guess. The tone seems a bit off, I think, with the way he goes. Did you notice the, the link between this and Source Code? No. Oh, it's to do with a song, a British number one one-hit wonder. Um, Katrina and the Waves? No, his alarm, his alarm is I Am The One And Only oh, yeah, by yeah, Chesney yeah, Hawks, Hawks, and that is the woman's ringtone in Source Code. Uh, when her, why the is it so obsessed with Chesney Hawks? What's I don't that? know, 
Because <laughs> I think the joke in this is it's a, a joke. It's like a subtle joke that he isn't the one and only because mm. he's a clone. It's a ju- it's yeah, like a, yeah. But then right, I don't I know. Then yeah, it's I don't just know why then. Source code, I suppose, yeah, yeah, I don't know why he put that re- as the ringtone in in yeah. source code. I don't know why, but um, yeah. So like Alex said, there's this ticking clock of this. Is it three days? The, the thing's gonna the transport's gonna come. Yeah, the clones work out their clones. And they work out that, like, if this transport turns up and they're both there, they're both going to die, basically, aren't they? Yeah. Is the vibe. Um, and they they break into the back and they find there's, like, hundreds of these clones there waiting to be used. Which, again, I don't know. I, I, would, put, I would like to, if they'd have said, you know, and he rings up the home and he sees his daughter, I was mm. hoping there'd be, like, hundreds and hundreds of years in the future that, like, we'd be, like... yeah. Yeah, like, that would be better. Not just like, because the girl's 15, isn't she? And I think she was three or something when he talked. So it's like 10 years yeah. in the future. And he's still alive. Yeah, which I guess that's, a, I suppose that's a quite a weird thing. I think but, it is, I mean, I, I, it, it, I did, it is upsetting, that scene. I found that scene quite upsetting. Like, when he rings home and he's... Yeah, and he just starts crying and saying, I just want to go home. And then there's that really nice shot of like the earth. Like, I think yeah. it is well played. Like I that do think good. it is yeah. quite depressing that you're mm. just realising that you've been there. like it's just the depressingness of you've been there all that time well, also you don't towards exist. it yeah and he yeah. doesn't even exist mm. it's even and it's kind of it's clever that it's not even that there isn't it's, it's even worse that there is a real him that sold himself yeah to be the that's even worse that's even more of a kind of fuck you isn't yeah. it to being yeah. a clone that you're not mm. even there isn't even not a you that you're mm. not dead kind of thing you can't go take that life because that person still is real they're, they're there yeah, kind of laughing at you, making money out of you. Like, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's sad. It is. And again, it, it's very cruel. And you wouldn't think that they would have the capacity to phone back. And <laughs> ha- like, if it was that easy to make contact with the person. It's a basic yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess mm. you could say that the repair crew might need to contact back to Earth. But they've got that on their own ship, haven't they? I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, at least like shouldn't shouldn't Gertie be like protecting this line out? Oh, the jammer, there's, there's a jammer, isn't it? They get rid of the jammer. Yeah, that's, yeah that's and also funny. they get away with that because Gertie's prime directive is to help him. So even if he says I want to destroy yeah. the whole facility, it might do that because it's. I actually like that though. Help him. Mm. Yeah, it's not a bad. They, they use the logic of it, don't they? So that when he talks to Gertie, like he talks him round because he can't because because his mission is to look after him. Yeah. It was good to see that from that angle of like, I don't know, yeah, controlling the AI for good in a way or for yeah. helping him, whatever. Um, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna change. They're gonna they're gonna get another clone. That's the plan. <laughs> they a find the clone, clone room. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and they're gonna kill him. Yep. Uh, and then they can go home, or one of them can go home. They can't both go home. Is that? They can't both go home. Because no. again, right, like, why have they got the capacity for any of them to go home at all? How, why can any of them leave? That Yeah, that seems weird, doesn't it? You know, the spaceship well, he, go, he flies away in. Yeah, why but that's that normally the tube that they send the stuff back in, right? Oh, uh, is that what it was? Oh. Just a free thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I doubt he could yeah. even survive in that. Yeah, well, that wouldn't make much sense, would it? Yeah. I know he takes a bit back. I didn't realise he was in the tube that sends the stuff back. But again, why would that have atmosphere? Why would he? Why would he be able to? Yeah. Do you know why he takes a bit back? To pay for 
Like monies yes. or something like that. Yeah. Yes. In the director's commentary, Duncan Jones says that it's a storage canister he takes back containing $15 million worth of helium-3, mm. and that selling it would allow Sam to live on Earth over, over his three-year lifespan. This plot didn't make the final cut. So it does be a bit weird. He's just got this canister kind of thing. But, um, yeah. Got a load of dough. <laughs> yeah. He's also... The, the, the Sam that... It says here that the, uh, the Sam that begins the film is clone five, and the new one that escapes is clone six. There are six chambers in the secret room containing the clones of Sam, which are all lit red, denoting they are now uh, empty. So that's how you hmm. know what number they're on. Right. Um, yeah. So they've been doing just... it that long, have they, really? That, what's six times three? And also, like... 18 if, years. If this is a challenge that saved the Earth, right, mm. why would it just be one random dude getting cloned and running it? Like... Yeah. It doesn't it, make any yeah. sense, really, This is it? my big problem with the end, really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they are, so the old one's dying, and his death's pretty like as he gets worse, mm. it's pretty disgusting. Where he's like coughing up blood everywhere, and he looks really fucking rough, doesn't he? Yeah. But, and I, so I guess I suppose he's got to play a bit for laughs, or not for laughs, but like I don't know. It's, it's not as funny as it, isn't but it? it's, it is grim. No. But it's like it's as though he's not really in it. Like he doesn't seem to acknowledge the fact he's about to die, no. does he? Until he does, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but I suppose if it was like if he was realizing it, it'd be too depressing, wouldn't it, to watch? I suppose if it was. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, he decides, oh, I'll stay because I'm about to die anyway, and the younger one can go. Mm. And, and again, like, why is that younger one so adamant that the older one has to go? Mm. Like, why? Why, way, doesn't he, why doesn't he get the three year thing? Why doesn't he understand what's going on? You know, uh, my 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 reading of this, okay, was oh. that. So, do you remember? In the videos from his wife, she's all like, oh, I think we needed this time apart and, like, it's been yeah. good for us and all that. And then the old Sam says to Gertie, oh, yeah, that younger version of me, like, I can see what my wife was saying. Like, he's so angry and aggressive and all that, right? Yeah. And then Gertie's like, oh, you're not like that. You've changed. And he says that story about, oh, we split up because I was, you know, and we didn't nearly get married, da 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 da, da. So I think that kind of, you know, as a character arc... The the new Sam is by with the new Sam trying to help the old Sam and send him back and like that that shows that the new Sam isn't this angry person that he is a better person he's right. he's like faced himself literally mm. and he's kind of um, made peace with himself literally and then that's why he deserves to go back he he becomes you know he's got over this issue that the original Sam has of being angry so. Yeah. That's why he ends up being the kind of hero that gets to go back. Yeah. Rather than him just being like, yeah, I'm young and fit, you're old and dying, you get to be the dead one and I get to go home. Because that would be a real, that, that would not be a character we would root for. Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. <laughs> you should, uh, they should attach that to the back of the DVD. Yeah. Mm. Read that, uh, <laughs> that yeah. Um,. Uh, yeah, so he's dead. Well, he's gonna. Die. He, he takes him out to site, doesn't he? To drop him off to mm. kill him, or put him into the put him into the wreckage. So when the people come down, they'll see the wreckage, mm. and he'll be yeah. dead or whatever. My problem with this film, right, is it's it's extremely slow, isn't it? Mm. Like Quite, it's only an hour and a half, isn't it? It's not long. But you could get through this in half an hour, couldn't you? Don't you think? Mm. <laughs> I didn't mind the pacing. It didn't. I didn't. It didn't bother me. No, 
I just this end bit. I was just like, get on with it now. I kind of, I get it. Yeah. I liked the music. <laughs> I did not the music. Oh, I didn't mind. I liked the music. Yeah, Click my cell, isn't it? Yeah, quite No, I didn't like it. No, I like there's a, there's a string piece they play towards the end, which is quite nice. But that kind of like it's a bit true, actually. Isn't it? that kind of like dun 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 kind of noise going yeah. on? But hmm. I, I didn't really, didn't really do it for me. Um, like when he's driving out in the thing, and sort you know, it's all coming together. Yeah, that music I quite like. Quite like. Uh, that. Got a nice sort of. Do you see what I mean about the about the, the the end, like the outside, how it looks like crap CGI? Yeah. Do you agree with that, or is that just me? No, it does look a bit. Well, I know what you mean. It does. I think they've like, like a, put on like some CG like, like lens flares and yeah. like some. Yeah. It's like got uh, some glowing. It's the glowing, yeah. To it's like very like harsh white sun stuff that just looks very. You know, yeah, it's just crap. Is it just of its time? Do you reckon? Well, and it's cheap, isn't it? As well. Yeah. Sure. So it's what I think. They've just put in some effects afterwards, haven't they, on these models to make them look yeah. more real? But I think it's had the opposite effect. They're making it age badly because. Yeah. You yeah. can't tell the models. Um. Do you know the Do you know the rescue t- crew are? No. Uh, one guy is the art department bloke. One is the cinematographer. <laughs> And the other one is the first AD. Nice. <laughs> and so, so, so that's the that's the pictures you see. And the person that you see in the shadow that leans in is like Sam. I think that's actually um, that's actually uh, Duncan Jones. Oh right. So like it, it's proper cheap. Like they yeah, just, proper on a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got they they come up and they find it and they go, oh, it's all fine. And then they cut to like Sam Rockwell in the little buggy going back yeah. to earth. He's going like woohoo, woohoo, mm, like yeah. really in a really weird like I don't know. He keeps just going woohoo, doesn't he? It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, because they've run out of budget, they kind of, the last act takes place in about five seconds over the credits. Yeah. As you like hear a snippet of like the clones landed. He's take, he's gone to court mm. with the company. Is that right? Yep. He's a copy to court. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's some bloke like shouting like going, oh, I don't think they've got rights or whatever. Isn't the right? Yeah. And the guy goes yeah. like, oh, isn't and as I said at the beginning, this company supplies 70% of the Earth's energy. So yeah. do we really, like, would we really fuck that up? Like, would we really <laughs> just be like, yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, let's just, let 70% of the Earth just lose its energy. I don't think that that, that annoyed me as an ending because it felt too, like, neat. I think he should have just shot off in the ship and you shouldn't have known what was going to happen to him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, even, like... If 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 seventy five percent of the world is reliant on one company for energy, mm. then that company is basically beyond reproach in the first place. You wouldn't be able to sue them because they'd be, they'd be so dependent on them. No, yeah, you, there would be no mechanism to challenge them in no. any way because they literally mm. own the earth, don't they? At that yeah. point, you know. And also, like <laughs> needs of the many outweigh the needs of the clone. I mean, literally, like would we? Well, yeah, totally. I mean, like it's bad. It's not great, is it? But like, I don't. I think the people it's <laughs> helping is better than that one poor clone. Like that's true. But it would never yeah. even get to the public forum, would it? It would not be... No. The mechanism would not exist for you to be able to challenge them in any aspect. They'd respect. just take him out. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as he yeah. landed, they'd just yeah. take yeah. him out. Yeah. And someone might get fired because they'd be like, this is your best plan, <laughs> to have <laughs> one dude <laughs> go yeah. around and around again with with yeah. a phone <laughs> to get back home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, someone got fired. That's the reality of this film. So, someone walk into an office and going, Gary... 
get your stuff. It didn't work yeah. out. We have didn't a, work. a new plan for that. Bring in Chris okay. with this idea about them being like, you know, a bit more mindless. Trained as raised, robots. Trained mm, yeah. as robots. Yeah, that, that's going to be it. That's the future of this company. <laughs> um, do you think, do, is the story enough for you in this? Not Both really. No. I do I d- like the story. But, yeah, it, uh, I don't like how... I like the story and I like Sam Rockwell, but I don't like how... Yeah, I don't know how it looks so much like other things. That does annoy me. Do you not think it's a bit thin? Well, it is thin, it's discussed, isn't it? It's a bit like... Yeah, it is a It's bit like thin. you've got an idea, you know, there's a clone who meets his clone... Yeah, it's like source code, isn't it? That's that's until when you really start deconstructing his films, they really fall apart. While you're watch, I think while you're watching them, it's it's entertaining, and you're like, oh yeah, this is all right. I'm, I'm enjoying this. But yeah, when you really, they're not don't really hold up to criticism or analysis. I think this one was worse on a surface level for me. It looked nicer than source code, but I think I don't know. I just think there's nothing really. It's like a magic trick. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. let me show you a man talking to himself. Ta-da! And like, there's not really yeah. much beyond that, but I don't know. We've kind of rushed through it, but again, that's because there's not really much there. Like, uh-huh. no. it, it's not... And, and, and it, for me, it, it does rely on that whole thing of, like, why are they even doing it like this? It's just stupid. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. To make any sense. And there's too many of those moments, aren't there, where you, you question it. Yeah. Because so much of it doesn't make sense, you know. Mm. If it was one thing, it wouldn't be much of a problem because so much of it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah. And also because it is so painfully slow, you've got a lot of time to think about mm. what's, yeah. what's not working, you know. Mm. Um, Have any of you or either of you seen Mute, which is the... No. Did, did you see you seen it, Chris? No. We discussed it, didn't we, at the end of the last show, didn't we? It's the Netflix one, didn't he? I've seen yeah. Warcraft. <laughs> that's oh. not science fiction, though, is it? But that's... Uh... <laughs> That's an absolute train wreck. Well, I don't think that's his fault, though. Um, no, probably. It was taken off him. Uh, he doesn't do anything now, does he? Has he done anything since Mute? What's he oh, up no. to? That wasn't that long ago, was it? I can't tell. It's like pre-COVID. It could be 30 years ago, couldn't it? When was Mute? 2018. So I guess no, that's oh, fair okay. enough, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, so, Moon. What do we all think? Uh, Chris, what do you think about Moon? You know, it's all right. It's... It's... Uh... It's an interesting because it's like a little cheap British film and I guess it kind of, what year was this? 2009. Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think this kind of came early in that sort of uh, everyone regurgitating the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, I mean, it's just as you say, like some of the, like the set is just, some of the things are just a pure rip off of alien. Yeah. And, um, which is fine as a technical exercise, but it's like, what, why? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you think though, that to that point, that it's actually quietly, quite influential. Do you think of films like life and passengers and things like mm. that? Yeah. That revival, I bet. I think it is. Right, this this kicked it off. Near that revival, yeah. Kind of thing. I think yeah. it is influential in that sense because yeah. I think maybe it was seen as like, oh, you can do a sci-fi movie, and even if it's cheap, it doesn't have to be janky. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, mm. 
So that doesn't excuse it. It's being a lot bigger. But yeah, I mean, it would have been so, I mean, if it just had a, like a really clever story on top of it, that would yeah. make it brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it, isn't it really? It just needs yeah. a, more going on. Yeah, yeah, it had to be one way or the other. It needed to have either a really good story, but look like other things, or have an okay story, but not look like anything else. If all the designs were like, like um, Sunshine, that I think that film sucks, but the design in that is amazing, and it looks very it different to everything else. Yeah. So you do go, oh, but this does look good, and they've come up with original spacesuits and an original sh- ship and original ideas. Mm. So at least, it, it, yeah, he needed to go one way or the other, didn't he? And he just didn't, yeah. sadly. Alex, is that your general wrap-up? Yeah, like I said, I, I think Sam Rockwell's really great. I don't mind the story. I quite like it. Um, but yeah, it just it jarred me how obvious the influences were. I don't like I don't like being able to see them so clearly. And I don't yeah. think I know we we are experts, obviously, but I don't <laughs> think you need to have seen many sci-fi films to be no, like, no, no. oh, that looks just like like you could get it quite quickly. And I don't think it's cute or like. I just think it's a bit sad that he couldn't come up with it's his just, own ideas. It's just lazy, isn't it? Or, yeah, it's or, a waste. Or, not, or it's, you know, you've got no money and you need to think fast, I suppose. But yeah, I don't buy that, though, because, like, there's... I mean, Chris, you've proved it with your stuff. Like, you can do yeah. stuff... You can have your own ideas, can't you, with, like, not much budget. Like, yeah. if you put something into it. But I'd say this is influential in the sense of, like, maybe it showed a lot of people that it could be done. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think I do think it has an importance in that sense. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, I was very disappointed. Um, it, yeah, I think it, it's like I say it quite a lot about these sorts of films where it's like it could be a play, couldn't it? Really, and if, yeah. it, if it was a play, it would be no good because there's not much character development, not much going on with anything really. So, and there's not on top of the play bit of it, like we said, the CG's crap, the design's pretty boring. Sam Rockwell is good. And I do like the bits when they're both together, but I don't know. Mm. Dis- disappointed, to be honest. Disappointed. Mm. So where does it go in the list? Well, is it, is it, is it better than Source Code, yeah? Well, yeah. No, I think Source Code keeps you hanging on a bit longer than this does. I mean, it's very obvious where this is going quite early on. I mean, they've both got big problems, haven't they? <laughs> but also yeah. bits that work, you know. Mm. Where is source code? Sorry, in there. Um, One, two, six. I mean, yeah. I think the, the the wider critical consensus is this is a much better film than source code, isn't it? I think. Um, oh yeah, people. It's mm. quite revered, that, yeah. isn't it? This is. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. Um, I mean, it could sit around source code. I've not got a problem with that. There's well, stuff what, around the, there. Chris, do you think it's better than source code? Uh, no. No, don't think I do either. No. Um, I'd probably watch it. I'd watch it uh, more over Source Code mm. because I just think it's a little bit m- slightly more interesting, and I do like things which are in space over anything else. So, yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of films like this that are better, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I mean, I guess Source Code as well, there are, not there? Source Code, though, I think Source Code aimed lower in a sense, didn't it? Like, it's mm. more just a straight action film and it hit those things more. This yeah. is trying to be a cerebral... It's not... The thing is, it's not like... The poster suggests you're going to get a real art house film here, don't they? But it's not oh, that no, at all, not. is it? No, like, no, it's no, not. no, no, no. But that's the vibe they give off, isn't it? 
Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah, I don't think they knew how to sell it, did they? No. Because Sam Rockwell's not a big enough star. They couldn't sell it on him. Yeah. And mm. So they had they had to just they had to try and find something, didn't they? And that was. I suppose yeah. you're right. The, the weird thing is that my memory of it is being more art house than this. Mm. <laughs> I remember it being more of a yeah arty yeah. film. That's weird. Um, when they show the big vistas and things, I mean, it is. I do. I do that's think nice. it yeah. is yeah. good, and I do like the big machines and the big. You know, I do. I do like all that. Mm. So what do we think? I think below source code, but not too much below it, maybe? No. I don't mind directly below it. That's fine. Mm. Should we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it can do that, yeah. Cool. Moon. Moon. That's 127-2009's Moon. 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 <laughs> right. There we go. Not going to stay in the list too long, because it's a controversial area, isn't it? It lots is, of, uh, yeah. Lots going on lo- there. Lots of complaints. <laughs> Uh, although we stayed away from the middle section there, so we're not not too much trouble. Um, <laughs> next week, we are going to watch for reasons. Oh, I know why. Because many, 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 many moons ago, somebody asked us to watch it, and I've forgotten the name mm. and all that. But uh, uh, for whoever it was, we are finally going to watch the adjustment. Let's hope it wasn't yeah. a three-year clone who's since expired. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we're going to finally watch the Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. Getting our hats on and watching the Adjustment Bureau. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what was that? There's a you think of the week on this quiz. Um, I had listened to the podcast. <laughs> you think about a film watching. You went, uh, you you got exasperated. And you're like, well, to be honest. It's not half as bad as half the shit I've watched on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that, and I was just about to go and watch Adjustment Bureau, and I thought, well, we're back to one of these sorts of films that you would, yeah, the shit you have to watch on this fucking podcast. Yeah. So for fans that like like the shit we have to watch, <laughs> yeah. next week is the Adjustment Bureau. Yeah. Uh, if you're into hats. If you're into hats, you'll love it. Yeah, if you love hats, um, next week. There's no correspondence. And Not even that thing. You, what was that thing you sent? That oh, that's just that's just behind oh, okay. the scenes stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, we can't discuss that because it's a controversial area, isn't no, it? No, that's true. It yeah. could be the end of the whole podcast if we're not careful. Yeah, big things coming. Big things ahead. What's um, this space? Twenty twenty three. If you don't take risks, don't take risks. Oh, we've got to take risks. We have, yeah. Oh yeah, loads of risks. Um, too sacksful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, get in touch on sci-fi rating. Or I mean, I mean, don't. In my advice is to email sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com because I don't think anyone's checking the Twitter or the Instagram or anything. <laughs> anything. So, I no, I haven't. I checked so, the Twitter today. Oh, oh you did? Cool. Yeah. Anything there? No. Have we no. got a blue tick yet? We've got to pay no. for that now. We've got about $8 no, no. for the blue tick, haven't we? Oh. So, blue tick coming soon. Um, Sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com or sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Get in touch. Tell us what you want us to watch. Let us know what you think of the list. And... Yeah, we'll see you next week. Cheers. See Bye. Ya. Bye.